This is how we close the wealth gap in America. The Latino wealth gap in America is large. And while Latinos have the highest workforce participation rate and are leading in home ownership and new business formations, closing that wealth gap has been slow. According to the most recent Fed survey of consumer finances, Latino families have one-fifth of the wealth as the typical Anglo-American family. Now, we live in a capitalistic society, so I think it goes without saying that this is an important issue. And there's plenty of well-documented events that got us here, including some that are pretty sorted. However, I'm not going to get into that here. The question is, what do we do about it? And how can we fix it? Without question, any solution will be difficult and complex. But I like to think of things in simple terms. And I'm a big fan of the rule of three. So if I had three silver bullets, here's what I'd do. First, increase housing supply by 5 million units to boost homeownership. Homeownership is the gateway to the middle class. And despite what some say, Home equity remains the largest source of wealth for most Americans. And in investing in real estate is the closest thing that we have to a sure thing over time. Currently, less than 50% of Latinos own their own home. But a lot of that has to do with the youth of the Latino population. And most experts predict that Latinos will account for the majority of homeownership gains in America over the next 20 years. Now, the biggest impediment to increasing Latino homeownership is a nationwide shortage of housing supply. Adding roughly 5 million additional affordable units to the market would boost Latino homeownership substantially. The second thing I would do is increase the amount of capital invested in Latino-led startups by a factor of 10. When Latino-owned companies succeed, not only is it good for the owners and employees of that company, It encourages more investment into Latino projects and communities. Let me explain. When Latino companies achieve scale, meaning they get big, they sometimes get so big that they take market share from other larger companies and corporations. These corporations respond by hiring more Latinos in key positions and investing in other projects that capitalize on the growth in the Latino marketplace. I've seen this happen firsthand And I believe there's much more opportunity here than most people realize. For example, we complain a lot that there's a lack of representation for Latinos in the media and entertainment space. We can continue to complain if we want, or we can find ways to drive more investment capital into Latino-led production companies. Those are the companies that are most likely to hire Latino writers, actors, and directors. And if they're really successful, and I believe they will be, You watch how quickly Disney, Warner, Amazon, and Netflix follow suit. I'm a partner right now in Latitude Ventures, which provides me with a new perspective on this issue. I can tell you that the talent is there. It's just a matter of getting more capital to the right companies. Currently, Latino-led startups receive less than 2% of the venture capital. Latinos are 18% of the overall population, and we're 23% of the millennial population, which is who gets the most VC money. If Latino-led startups receive 20% of the venture money, which I think is parity, and they got that every year, it would create a multiplier effect, and that would be a game changer. Trust me, it's all about the capital. Can you guys imagine 
the cascading impact it would be if the most prolific entrepreneurs in America had names like Garcia and Hernandez and Gonzalez instead of Zuckerberg, Gates, and Musk. Finally, third, I would teach financial education in our public schools. It's amazing to most people that excluding college, we spend more than a dozen years in school and are taught nothing about finances or investing. Education is the great equalizer. If Latino kids learned about these things at an early age, it would change our economic mobility in ways that we can't even imagine. I'm not sure why more people aren't talking about this. Wealth is a factor of access, but it's also a factor of knowledge. Politicians like to talk about the importance of education a lot, but you rarely hear them speak about the kind of education that could have the largest impact in lifting our communities. I literally never hear them speak about teaching financial education in public schools. If we're serious about closing the wealth gaps in America, it starts with educating our kids about building wealth. Thank you. I can't wait to talk about this more in the coming months. I'm working on something that I'm hoping turns out to be really big. It's one of those sort of transitional moments for me. You know, if you count starting NARP as being one and then starting the Hispanic Wealth Project and Latitude being two and three, I really think that we're at the stage where we have to start not just talking about these things in sort of, you know, esoteric ways, but really getting into the weeds in terms of what it's going to take to really move the ball forward when it comes to Hispanic wealth. And, you know, my experience has put me in a lot of interesting rooms and I've inter- and I've met and worked with a lot of very capable and interesting people. And I'm starting to zero in on what I think is really the tipping point for all of this. Homeownership still remains sort of that first building block that wealth is built on. You know, I call it the gateway to the middle class, and I believe that more than ever. How we close the homeownership gap is something we've been working on for 20 years. But I kind of feel that we're starting to get to a point where we're understanding even that a little bit better. I don't think it's a matter of access to credit like a lot of people think. I think it is just getting more inventory out there in the marketplace and maybe educating buyers a little bit better. But the thing that I'm really excited about is the whole entrepreneurship thing. You know, I've told the story about when I started NARAP, I went and visited all these big corporations and I told them that there was this tidal wave of Latino home buyers that was coming down in the near future. And everybody I spoke to, all the big companies nodded their head and agreed and talked about how important it is and how they needed to start strategizing appropriately. And none of them actually did anything. I think things change when other companies who had a really specific laser focused target on the Hispanic market started to achieve scale, started to take market share from some of the bigger companies that things changed. All of a sudden it went from, this is a really nice, important thing for us to do, to if we don't do this, we're gonna continue to lose market share and a lot of us are gonna lose our jobs. And those are the types of things that can have that, what I call a multiplier effect. And capital, capital is big. I mean, we only get 2% of the venture capital money right now. 
We're 20% of the population and we're the youngest demographic out there. We should be getting the majority of the venture capital money. But I said, if we just get that 2% up to 20%, and it won't happen overnight, but if it, it can happen pretty quickly, that's gonna be the biggest game changer. When are we gonna have our own Bill Gates and our own Mark Zuckerberg and our own you know, Elon Musk? I know the talent's out there. And so, you know, entrepreneurship is huge. And then finally is, you know, this whole issue around educating young people on basic fundamentals when it comes to financial education. I mean, I never learned how to even, you know, write a check or open a, you know, a savings account, or I didn't know anything about compounding interest or investing in the stock market. I knew it sort of in an abstract way, but not in a specific way. And I don't understand why we don't teach those things in schools. If we did, I think it would make a big difference and it would be a, make a big difference in Latino communities in particular, because we have a passion for this. Latino immigrants come to this country, I've said this many times, not because we don't like the, the, the food or the music or the people um, from the country where we come from. We come to this country for economic opportunity. That's what we're all about. We're here to work and we're here to create a better life for ourselves and our families. And closing that wealth gap is, is central to it. So this is a passion project for me. I'm going to stay really, really focused on this in the coming months. And you know I'll be sharing some of my thoughts uh, as we move along. Thank you.